Yeah, so if you're uh, if you feel like you're a skilled candidate, go ahead yeah, and apply. You should go ahead and apply. Tell us about it, shout, please. Yeah, shout out. Shout out to Eclipse on Tap podcast. Tell NASA that Eclipse on Tap sent you. It could yeah. help your resume. It might bring it to the top. Welcome back to Eclipse on Tap, the podcast where we talk about eclipses of all kinds and space in general. This is episode 31, and it is brought to you by Floyd's of Leadville. Floyd's of Leadville, a little round of applause there. They're, uh, yeah, they're on board uh, with our uh, podcast and the, uh, the old uh, cycling club that we're starting up here. That we've um, alluded to. Yes. Yeah, so we, uh, we're very fortunate to have them on board and uh, supplying us with some very, very tasty recovery and hydration and overall. I mean, the the motto is rest and recover, um, and uh, they definitely can take care of you there. So we got some featured here. We got some recovery protein, chocolate, and we also have some hydration over there. Uh, but their main message is get over the pain and back in the game, and they, uh, they'll help you do that. So we, uh, we also have some coffee as well, um, but it's very good stuff high quality all organic um and they uh i mean it's i mean this stuff right here this cocoa it's made with organic raw cocoa so you know it's good stuff you're not getting any any uh any of the uh added you know the nastiness yes. added flavors bullshit, no additives yeah so <clears throat> we're very happy to have them um and uh you know they think it'll be it'll be good they're on the back pocket of our jersey which we'll actually feature next month mm-hmm. um it's in production boys yeah in production we're legit now yeah we but, got a legit but, kit yeah yeah it's gonna it, be awesome it's gonna be cool but yeah overall very very happy yeah to, uh, floyd's, floyd's on board so based in leadville colorado yeah. um their whole line is uh, cbd infused nutritional products and they infuse like things that you would never think like i i'd this is the first time I've ever seen coffee. Yeah, yeah, <clears throat> coffee. Yeah, um, they have the uh, kind of all sorts of different ways. If if you're more interested in um, you know filling your bottle with a hydration fuel like what we have here, they can cover you in that in that regard, or you know other ways. I think they've got re- recovery bars and things like mm. that. So tinctures, but, you know, tinctures, yep. soft gels, yeah, lots gummies, of lots of different things, all sorts of stuff. And they yeah. they uh, they pride themselves in in holding. Uh, you know the cbd infusing to the absolute highest quality standards and so yeah yeah when sleep we, like a baby when we go out and we do our uh you know melting man or we do our gratin or we do um you know ice man our eight is, miles around the end we're gonna be oh yeah we're gonna be doing we'll, we'll have floyd's with us the whole time so yeah uh, but if you need to follow them or if you were interested in looking into them you can go to floyds episode 31 brought to you by yeah, hopefully you have the like internet and you can thank do you that. floyd Thank you, yeah. Jake. 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 Yep. 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 Look so, forward to talking to you boys soon. Yep. When that's that. The other thing is, yeah, we're uh, they're interested in uh, coming on the podcast with us, so yeah. we'll have a little. Be good to have a conversation with them after we, we've just gotten our first care package, so we'll uh, we'll try some stuff out here, and um, we'll uh, definitely have something to talk about once we, you know, actually test everything out, and you know determine uh, how we like it i know like so far I, i've had the coffee and so it's that's phenomenal so i'm on day two with the uh soft gels yeah how do you yeah. like those so far so good yeah yeah 
sleeping like a baby other than yeah. kids coming in at 2 a.m. <laughs> I'll try a soft shell for bed tonight. Yeah. Maybe we'll see what happens. But yeah, yeah it's um, episode 31. Interesting, too. I think we've alluded to it quite a bit in previous episodes, especially in last month with Broadleaf Local Beer on as our guest, that we are creating a, we have a cycling kit. I think we've talked about it a bit, but never yeah. really like hit the nail on the head with what we're doing. Yeah. Um, the official kit will be, it's like, like Nathan said, in production, we'll, it'll be ready in about three weeks. So we'll have it to reveal the actual physical product next time for episode 32. And we're really excited about it. It's going to be awesome. It's it's yeah. legit kit too. I mean, it's, way more legit than we are. Yeah. Yeah. Well, what, what, <laughs> what we're planning on doing is a, uh, well, once we get the kits, we should do like a photo shoot in the actual setting here. Oh yeah. Yeah. And get uh, get the mics set up and everything. We'll do a, a photo shoot of each of us in the kit. Yeah. We could record like an episode in the kit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The jersey. Yeah. Might as well put some jammy cream on too. Yeah. Might as well. <laughs> the most yeah. comfortable kit. It's uh, it's going to be awesome. Um, we've got. Uh, yeah. In in a way, it's 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 uh, it's our little our little club team. Um, some buddies of ours. That'll be rocking it alongside us. Some buddies, we've got like twenty five kits that have been yeah. ordered. So yeah. yeah, more than just some. Yeah, and you yeah. never know. We might end up getting to a point where we uh, we you can go on to you know our website here and yeah. we can we can actually it's you not can a, wear one if you yeah, want. Yeah, it's not to. a bad idea yeah. to stock a couple of them. Yeah, yeah I think um, no. Uh, it's one of those things like with our website. Um, it's so easy for we can just add another another you know section. We've got episodes about you know interviews that we've done different categories we'll do like a little cycling side so kind of explain the backstory of the kit and the inspiration for it and why we decided to make it obviously all three of us are uh, passionate about the sport of cycling in different different ways mountain biking road cycling and all that so so it's gonna be really exciting i'm looking forward to it a lot it's a good way to we'll uh you know all more or less i mean it's just get out look up that's the message we're trying to we even put that on the back ass panel of the the bibs. No, I'm just kidding. We didn't really do that, but that'd be kind of funny. Yeah. But, no, but yeah. we did put the actual clips like right yeah. at our ass crack. Yeah. <laughs> but so it'll, it, it, that's the main the main message, you know. Get out, look up, and it's uh, to promote. Uh, you know, hopefully listening to to this podcast and uh, get people excited about space you know i think the first time we rock up to it everyone's gonna be like what the hell are these you know what i've never seen yeah what's that and then uh, i mean just hopefully by that alone they'll be uh they'll spark the interest and they'll uh they'll want to get into astronomy or they'll want to listen to us and listen to the you know whatever it is you know yeah, yeah. i but, think that there's there's uh we talked a little bit about this with um ward and jared last month but there's there's like a synergy there with the get out look up mantra it, obviously we we usually say it in terms of get like literally getting outside and looking up at the night sky, but if you're going getting out and cycling and getting out, being one with nature, going out and it just it all kind of comes together at the end of the day, and it's just getting away from uh, maybe the daily grind and just enjoying. Stop the looking at yeah. Stop looking at your Garmin. Yeah. <laughs> stop looking at your power meter. Yeah. yeah. Just just that. enjoy it. Enjoy the ride. Yeah. 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 So that's the whole vibe with the uh, with the kit. Um, it's gonna be good. We'll have yeah, we'll have we should have it ready. Um, yeah, next next month, mm-hmm. so a few weeks here. So yeah, we'll uh, we'll do a grand reveal. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah, one month ago we were sitting at Broadleaf. Uh, I think exactly one month ago for episode thirty. What is uh, what's everyone been up to for uh, ep- that month of fe- February? Was a 
Yeah. Kind of a weird month here in, a, in Michigan. I got out month. to Colorado for a week. Well, not quite a week, but five days for boarding with my wife. First trip away from both kids. It was awesome. They yeah. got nuked with snow right before we got there. And then we do like a Sunday to Thursday. So you, you kind of dodge the crowd you're going in when mm-hmm. like the weekend crowd's coming out and then vice versa. You're leaving when the weekend crowd's coming in. We, in three days, we only shared a lift with two people. Oh, really? That's awesome. Yeah. It was oh. awesome. It was, it was like, yeah, well time. That's the time to go in the middle of the week. Cause then you don't yeah. have the weekenders, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Went to Beaver Creek. My favorite spot. It's just got the runs that I like and yeah. Fresh pow. Yeah. Fresh pow, brah. Shredding, yeah. shredding the gnar. I didn't see any Floyd's while I was out there, though. No, no, no. I didn't didn't get all the way to Leadville. Beaver Creek's in town called Avon. That's like I don't know, maybe sixty miles from Leadville. Oh, okay. Yeah. Hmm. Next right. time, next time you go, you'll yeah, you'll uh, pay a visit to our pay a visit uh, yeah. to our friends now. Yeah, yeah. And I that mean, was kind of before the whole connection there happened. So yeah, if if we had the connection, I would have driven the sixty miles. Damn it. Yeah. Well, there's always next time. Yeah. You guys go out every year. Yeah. So yeah. I mean, for me, what I mean, yeah, I mean, I, I went to a, a Red Wings game mm-hmm. against the Bruins. They um, actually won. Yeah, they actually <laughs> won. So one of um, their four wins on the season. Yeah. So, I mean, actually 15. 15, oh, 15 they're 15 sorry. and 45, I believe. Yeah. Uh, or actually, they're 16 and 45 now because they won last night. Yeah, I they think. did. But. Uh, yeah, I went to a Wings game. It was pretty fun it, in the new arena. Um, haven't been to that one yet. Been to the Joe Lewis, you know, handful of times over the course of the, my life. But, uh, yeah, the new arena is pretty cool. But I thought for sure they were going to definitely uh, blow that one because it was the best team in the league, the Bruins. But yeah. they ended up pulling that one out of their ass. So, I mean, hey, that was all right. Future's bright, and Stevie we trust. Yeah, yep. so there's some glimpses that just uh, needs to be put together. Yeah. That was my big thing for February, other than the uh, February recording. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Other than that, I've just been working. So <laughs> Yeah, just working. How about you, Matt? Yeah, same thing. Busy with work. We had a, a very productive month at, at work, <clears> so it was um, a lot going on there, but uh, happy to be here for episode 31 back in the podcast. It's always one of the uh, highlights of the of the month. But um, yeah, it's what as far as the beer we're drinking this uh, yes, yeah, lovely uh, Saturday. It's also brought to you by Ecliptic. <clears throat> Ecliptic Brewing, another uh, sponsor of the the jersey yep. there on the back pocket, along with Broadleaf and now Floyd's Leadville. They have sent us, I believe it's called Toscana mm-hmm. Tangerine Sour. Let me uh, rotate it around here, see what we got on the back. Named after the constellation. After a constellation of stars, Toscana Tangerine Sour Ale is crisp and refreshing with a touch of tangerine that plays nicely with the well-balanced tartness. This, or The twist of citrus shines bright above the sub- subtly dry finish with this sunset-hued ale. Wow. Good 4. description. 4.8 ABV, IBU is 10. Hmm. Yeah, I think it's uh, yeah, kind of like a tart, sour-type ale. Uh, that was one of their February special releases. So if you're in Portland, uh, Oregon, where Ecliptic is located, um, definitely check it out, Toscana. Uh, the other one that they sent us for that month of February was uh, Meridian Vanilla Stout. So kind of the polar opposite oh, okay. as far as flavor. It's a dry Irish-style stout with vanilla. 
one of their seasonal releases in cans. So this is one that would be more readily available. If Love you, me some cans. Yeah. If you're in the area, this one is probably one you can go out to the store and find. It says, uh, it's finished with vanilla beans, our dry Irish style stout has a smooth mouthfeel with notes of cacao and roast. Nice. So um, that's coming in at 5.2%. That's my kind of stout. That sounds I, pretty I like, good. Yeah. I like vanilla. the lighter yeah. stouts. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so we'll, we'll, we'll have to try and both. that one. Yeah, yeah. Let's get second half. Let's yeah. get oh, we, first, first. We already have another one from Ecliptic for the second half. Yeah. Oh, shoot. Yeah, we have Callisto. So, yeah, let's crack right. that one. We're going to Scana for right now. Yeah, yeah. let's do All that right, first. boys, here it goes. Rapala opening it up for us. Fresh. Maybe a future connection. You know, one of the <laughs> things that I, uh, you know, just based on following Ecliptic on Instagram, um, their food looks phenomenal. Oh yeah, it does. So when you go there, you're 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 actually going to be going there this year. Yeah, yeah, soon. We just and, uh, Julia and I just bought the flight. End of June, June twenty. We're doing a, like a Thursday through Sunday trip for uh, my good friend Adam, uh, one of the one of the purchases purchasers of our kit. <laughs> can so you can you get a burger to go for me and bring it back? <laughs> Put it on the plane. Please try it. They look phenomenal. They look really. I good. I tell you, like yeah, they. I mean, that's one of the biggest things that they. Uh, they post usually, I mean, obviously they do like the usual beer postings and new releases and stuff like that. But some of the food I see is just, oh man. Yeah. I just want to mm. kiss them. Yeah. So well, All right. Good. Cheers, boys. Cheers to Toscana. Cheers. Let's, let's take a, a sip. Good. Oh, that is good. I, that is. I dig that a lot. Very good. I thought it would, I'm actually um, pre- pleasantly surprised that it's not more sour yeah, some of the it's ones a that very are very crisp finish. Yeah, some some of them are like overly sour. That's refreshing. And the tangerine yeah. in this, yeah, is, yeah. yeah so, some of the sours like linger on your tongue a little yeah, too. Yeah, they long. like etch the enamel yeah. off your teeth pretty much. Yeah. This one is just more, I would say, on the tart side. And um, big shout out to John Harris, the the master brewer and 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 owner of Ecliptic Brewing, and also to Colette. Colette is their marketing manager who is very kind and generous to send us all these special releases. Thank you both. Um, we love you. Yeah, it's uh, it's always a pleasant surprise to receive uh, a bottle um, or can from from y'all. So yeah, really good, very good. I like it, Matt. Tasty. When you go out there, you should bring um, one of your jerseys. Have them sign it for us. Yeah, it's good. At, yeah. yeah, definitely. Some we gotta get something. I, yeah. I figure we'll uh, hopefully by that June time, maybe we'll have some swag too, some hats, hats or I'm working on it. Or, yeah, something yeah. to bring out to them. Um, yeah. because they. Uh, yeah, they deserve it. I'm looking forward to it. I remember when we talked to John Harris, that was almost exactly one year ago. I think it was actually yeah, about a year ago. Yeah. So, uh, and during that time, I, I recall him saying, "Yeah, if you ever, if you're ever out this way," and we said, "Yeah, heck yeah, we'll come out." And um, so I'm speci- specifically for that trip. I made sure to build in like a couple extra days. Obviously, it's our first time to the area. I've never actually been to anywhere in the Pacific Northwest. Um, hopefully, the COVID situation is a little bit. <laughs> under control because currently the pacific northwest is not good (laughs) but no i'm i'm really looking forward to that trip and and getting to um to meet john harris in person uh hopefully meet colette and uh, thank them for their uh for their partnership it's been one of the most uh refreshing things about doing this podcast now in our third year Um, a little play on words yeah let them know ahead of time obviously oh yeah 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 yeah. Yeah, i'll be plan a day that you're Yep. that he's going to be there maybe and yeah, yeah we fly in on uh, thursday of that week on the end tail end of june last thursday of the month um we fly out of grand rapids here at like 6 30 in the morning and because of the three hour time zone we actually arrive at like 10 in the morning so yeah. i'll have the whole day 
that's the day I think I'll plan to, because Friday, I'm sure they're very busy. Uh, Saturday, of, of course, is the wedding. So Thursday, I think, is the day that I'm targeting to, yeah. go, to go visit. So, yeah, it's uh, that'll be come July, July episode, whatever that'll be, episode 34, 35. We'll bring back some swag for oh, us. Yeah, yeah. 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 They, they have a, that's the other thing is, not only is I've never all the beers that we've had from them, I think it's got to be like double digits now. Yeah. Because when we first interviewed him, he sent us a full case of their four yeah. different mainstays. <laughs> yeah. And uh, I think I really do think we've had double digits now of, of trying out their beers, and everyone has been like exquisite. Oh yeah, Just the best. So I don't. Yeah, like no, yeah. There's no such thing as a bad beer from Ecliptic. Yeah. So I'll be looking forward to the food, and then their their shop that they have. They have some really cool uh shirts and things obviously yeah. we didn't really even talk about the design of this bottle but their their labels are they they're, the they're good with the uh, yeah the, the artwork that they uh come out with is i mean the each one of these labels is just i mean i i love it because it's obviously space theme but yeah it's they're all like they're, it's an orange and like, it's, it's it's not just they throw some stars or a constellation on there it's like it has the, the name of the actual beer has a background to or a tie into space too, yeah. which is really cool. So they put a lot of thought into it. Yeah, it's um, you know, in talking with him, and this will be kind of like a good transition. I feel into maybe some of the space conversation that we want to bring to the table this month. But he he's very, um, I think, conscious uh, with what he is doing there. Like obviously, that one's named after a constellation. The one we'll feature in the second half is called Callisto. It's their March release, and um, that one is, I believe, a moon of Jupiter, mm-hmm. if I'm not mistaken. So. Yeah, they all have some sort of tie into a space-related topic. So, yeah, yeah, it's really interesting. And speaking of space-related topics, there's been there's been a few things that have happened in the course of this month. There yeah. have, yeah, it's like just random, uh, random little uh, news blurbs yeah. each day. Um, do we want to talk about the flat Earther first? Yeah, uh, we've talked. I think it was episode. We've covered that since since we. I mean, I, I, not really since he started doing that, but right. we kind of covered it once we heard of this man <clears throat> i think that was episode four maybe um yeah it was <laughs> mad uh, mad mike hughes and the turd shaped asteroid <laughs> was the name of the episode <laughs> um yeah and if you're not familiar with mad mike hughes unfortunately he has passed away in an accident um trying to launch himself in one of his diy homemade rockets in an attempt to prove that the earth is flat so uh definitely an eccentric guy um but needless to say, of course, it's still a tragic event that, um, yeah. that I mean, perished in the accident. It's sad, but when I read the news, I mean, the guy made the rocket from scratch, number one. So, I mean, he was he was playing with, you know, the uh, the, the Reaper yeah, for a the, while. Yeah, I mean, it was kind of like, I mean. Well, and he also, I, I heard that the highest altitude the rocket got to was like 1,800 feet. Yeah, yeah. In any of his? Yes. Like, yeah. Take a plane ride. You go thirty thousand. <laughs> yeah. So he's definitely tugging on the strings of fate when he's messing with this stuff. And he, if you look at the rocket, it's it looks like like an Estes rocket, like when you're a kid. Yeah. And you, it, it's obviously big, but it's 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 a stunt. A couple yeah. refrigerator I, I think, boxes duct taped together. I think it was mostly a publicity, like a public, like. Like let's get like a big thing behind it, and then let's let's you know let's make it like this big thing, like I'm evil Knievel type deal. Yeah. But it's it unfortunately ended kind of sour for him. Um, or, you know it. Essentially, I think what kind happened. Of sour. <laughs> well, I don't mean to be. I, I don't mean that to be you know funny. Obviously, somebody died, but yeah. you know it's just. Uh, I I apparently what happened is that the the parachute 
like essentially I think it got either ripped off or like hung up on something and uh you know I, that's that was his exit or his that that literally how he would land every single time he'd launch yeah, his a parachute so yeah if you look at the rocket is it's not we're not talking you know a, a SpaceX Falcon 9 that's landing itself back like it, it's very yeah. much uh I do get like an evil Knievel vibe yeah. from him. Like he's, it was uh, like a, he's a stunt man. It, the, it, yeah, it's it's what it was. Yeah. It was like a big like you know let's you know see how many views I can get on YouTube type deal. I I got that 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 vibe. Not to be you know I know like it's it's not it's, you know so funny anymore because I mean before it was like all right it's kind of funny this guy's trying to prove the Earth is uh, flat by going up eighteen hundred feet, which is not gonna have i mean obviously it's gonna look flat from 1800 feet anyway anywhere you look at it but yeah i mean yeah you're not starting to see the curvature of the earth until i mean like maybe a, a bit in an airplane but it, it, it you what he was trying to accomplish was <laughs> was not gonna make it make it happen no but I, yeah i think he if i remember correctly when we did our our little bit of research on him that first time we spoke about him um he kind of is like the the patriarch of the flat earther clan you know yeah um and it is, uh, you know, it's a viewpoint. People, there's a lot of people out there that believe that. But uh, there's a whole, I mean, there's a whole, like, it's like a clan of people that, like, yeah. are all in on that kind of thing. But, yeah. you know, we you should know. do a, a, a broadcast from one of the Flat Earth conventions. That'd just, be fun. Just pop just a Just interview table. people. Yeah. Randomly. Oh yeah. yeah. Is that, we have more of that? Yeah, yeah. Take, Tuscana. Take, a, up take a little uh, mic with us and walk around and... Uh, yeah, yeah get, just get some input. Not Mad Mike. Just take a microphone. Yeah, <laughs> not take Mike with us. No, in spirit. Mike but, is not with us anymore. But yeah, so uh, rest in peace, Ma- Mad Mike yeah, Hughes. Yeah. Um, it's it's sad. I mean, at the end of the day, it's sad. But he, I, you would have to assume he assumed like he knew the risk. Um, I think he probably was a little bit too confident in his uh, abilities with that vehicle that he was taking up there and that nothing would go wrong and um you know like if you watch any of the youtube videos he's repeatedly i think he he emphasizes how much he tests everything and he would postpone launches because of like weather and like so he was trying to be a little bit careful i think but i mean when you have a setup like he has and you know no one's really regulating the actual vehicle that he's using um it, it's yeah yeah it's problematic yeah. it's problematic so it, the the whole flat earther thing is is a, is an odd it's an odd situation did know, it yeah. lose momentum after the after mad mike's passing or do I you think know. that helped the the movement well I, now there's nothing not no one can say well he didn't prove yes or no so they're gonna keep going i think you know yeah yeah, yeah. the because the, like like you said he was kind of the godfather of that movement like when he he goes, who's going to take the reins, yeah. or does it just kind of putter out? He definitely was the poster child for uh, you know trying to prove it. But um, it, it's a you know I'll just straight up say it. it it's an odd movement. I mean, the kind of people that are um, you know, believe that the Earth is truly flat are kind of in the same vein as the folks that think that birds aren't real, that they're robots, spies, that kind of stuff. It's just it just is an Wear odd tin foil on your head every night yeah. before you go to bed. Yep. Yeah. Um, it's a it's an odd movement, and if we have people <laughs> that listen that are flat earthers, and you know we respect your views, but we want um, you to listen. It's a it's just a situation that uh, is so far from the truth. Um, 
it seems like a waste of time in in some ways. But so I, I mean, I'll do a cheers to Mad Mike. Yeah. All right. Cheers, Mad Mike. Cheers to Mad Mike. Mad Mike. Yolo. Hughes. Yolo. Rest in peace. Yep. So that was that happened. <laughs> yeah. And um, that happened. There was some other more um, official space news as well. Yeah. So SpaceX launched. Um, Another, I think, 50 of their Starlink satellites, which is extremely controversial as well. Just like the Flat Earth movement is controversial in a lot of ways. Um, controversial, we, I think we spoke about this when we were at NASCAR last year. The Starlink, we got everyone's opinion on it. Yes, it's uh, providing internet to places that ne- would have never had it and probably would, will, like, would never have it without this. Infrastructure is not there. But it's uh, it's tarnishing the night sky for a lot of folks. So the yeah. amateur astronomy community is not on board with the Starlink satellites. But SpaceX is continuing to uh, just launch. Like, li- what the, what's the timing on those when they, uh, uh, as far as the orbit goes, at during night? Because it'd be fun to go out and actually try to catch them. Yeah, you I, can. I, you know, I would I, assume you'd be able to see them. I know. Um, people, put, if you look on on YouTube. And you just search Starlink, uh, maybe amateur astronomer Starlink. You can see videos of people, you know, in the the dusk hours of, of the evening with just, just the naked eye. Just like you'd see the ISS, just like a line of like hundreds of them. Really? really? Yeah, it's, it's, it's weird. It's definitely an odd thing. It looks somewhat alien-like in, in, in some ways. Definitely uh, not natural looking by any means. So I don't know. It's uh, you know they they've come out and Elon has said with the SpaceX from the SpaceX side that they're testing some different paint schemes on the satellites to make them less reflective, uh, you know against all the different things that could possibly be shedding light on them that are disturbing the night sky. So I think that he's conscious of some of the controversy, but it still is full blown. They're moving forward with it, but. The launch was interesting in some ways is that it was a Falcon 9 that it was, I believe, its fourth launch, so it had been reused several times. The booster did not land on the drone ship, though. It yeah. it, it had a soft landing in the ocean, so it was a failed recovery, um, which was a, a bit strange. They've only had you know a few of those of recent years. They've gotten so routine with it. Mm-hmm. But it, I was just reading the article about 50 of them, like 50 consecutive... Yeah. successful landings. Yeah, it's yeah. so weird too like when you I remember watching the live stream and you're looking at the, you know, everything goes well. The actual mission was a was a success as far as what they were trying to accomplish getting those satellites out. But then when it lands like the the video of the drone ship, it's like they're in like tumultuous ocean. The thing is like doing this. Yeah. And it's just it, it always impresses me that they're able to make it happen when they do because they have landed on the drone ship many many times. Just this one um I think what happened is something hit the one of the fin, grid fins when it was coming down, and it actually the the booster can can make adjustments where if it realizes making it sound like it's a, a person, but I don't know the the autonomous uh, flight control there. They if if it's a situation where the the booster landing is going to be compromised, they obviously don't want the thing coming in at you know hundreds of miles per hour straight into the drone ship ship damage the drone ship obviously damage the booster so it soft lands in the ocean beside the booster which is kind of interesting it just comes down yeah. really nice and easy obviously it's still compromised but um not to the extent nearly yeah. that it would be if it yeah just it's not like a missile hitting the water no. you know yeah. yeah which essentially i mean it literally is a missile you know so yeah. it'd be kind of bad if it just went straight in there but yeah 
So, so that was another uh, kind of interesting um, piece of space news. Yeah, uh, and, and you know they continue. That's like their big thing, though. The Starlink and uh, <clears throat> Starship is still uh, in a, in a work in progress. You know. Yep. I saw that too. They're they're still working away on that, but yeah, that'll be exciting in too. Boca Chica, Texas. Yep. They're putting yep. it all together. It's uh, it's definitely you know it's it's full throttle in the in that direction for for SpaceX and as it has been for you know the last several years. It's like we've said many times to think that ten years ago. You know, they were just kind of getting their foot in the door with the space, uh, with the reusable rockets and all that into where, yeah. where they are now. Yeah. It's pretty wild. So, um, props. Yeah. Yeah. And the, um, yeah. NASA released, uh, you know, opened their astronaut search again for, yeah. uh, for their SBS mission. What's the Orion, Orion mission. So if you yep. are someone who wants to be an astronaut, Hey, now's your time. If you want to go to the moon, apply and go to Mars, send in the app. They have a couple. I think I was reading it. They have a couple of restrictions. You have to, um, you know, pass a physical, and they're required. The first time that they did it, they didn't have any education. It was just like anybody, and they had twenty thousand. At like it was just absurd how many people apply. I think it was more than that even, maybe, maybe even in the hundreds of thousands. Because they didn't have a restriction on education. Yeah. And all. Okay. And this time they wanted to be a little more specific. So they, you have to have a master's degree in some sort of science related field so kind of interesting there you go matt yeah (laughs) hey i might apply it said that you have to have 2020 vision and i was like Uh, i definitely don't have that but it said 2020 vision with glasses so you're allowed to have glasses so yeah i was gonna say they can't i mean i'm sure there's plenty of good people out there that uh that have uh have the smarts and the ability to do it that don't have you know 2020 without yeah, glasses without so, yeah with yeah. their actual naked eye um yeah so that, that that that's that's interesting though that they they're opening it up like that you know i think they just want a new crop of people i think they want to see what's out there and the kind of people that maybe have the goods to do it you know yeah it is um something with the, their first selection there were some pretty uh, incredible people um there was that one gentleman who was a Navy SEAL and then went to med school, or I think he was at Stanford or something and had like a mathematics degree after, uh, and then that was, of course, while he was younger. And then he went to the Navy, did the SEAL thing, came back, went to med school at some, you know, high, super high, I think it was Harvard. Now he's like a doctor. It's like, and he, they, they picked him. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, he's one of the guys. He's, he's one of the guys that they, yeah. Yeah, so but he's, you're like, he's all in. So some of the people that they've got are uh, some pretty incredible people as far as... <laughs> kind of take, they're not going to take schmucks like us. No. no. They, well, they, <laughs> hey, do you guys want to have a podcast on the way? Yeah. You're going to need some entertainment We're going to send way. you guys on the one-way trip to Mars. <laughs> yeah. You're going to need uh, you're gonna need some entertainment, though. I mean, you're going to need people I mean, like us to sit around. We'll bring the beer. We yeah. Could, we could bring, we'll bring all this equipment. We'll have it just floating. <laughs> I'll hold on to it while we... You know, podcast. You know, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I don't know. It's uh, or if they have, you know, artificial gravity, we won't have to do that. We could just sit in the artificial gravity chamber, Mm -hmm. take the whole table. Yeah, take the whole table, the Nantucket table. But the it is it is kind of weird, like yeah, yeah. USAJobs.gov or whatever. Like they're just general government website. They just have it. It's just posted like a like a normal job. It's like really astronaut 
<laughs> I would I would pay to look through all the resumes or applications. Oh yeah. Got. yeah, yeah. I drive a drunk dump truck. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I got a science degree and well, I don't know botany. Yeah, <laughs> that's they, yeah, they're, they're, they're probably gonna need a you know. That's like uh, the, the Martian degree. The, the Martian, you know, they're gonna need one of those. Matt Damon. Yeah, he was. Uh, they the need somebody who knows how to how to grow shit. You know. Yeah. yeah so, if you're uh, if you feel like you're a skilled candidate, go ahead yeah, and apply. You should go ahead and apply. tell us about it. Shout please. Out, yeah, shout out. Shout out to Eclipse on Tap podcast. Tell NASA that Eclipse on Tap sent you. <laughs> it could yeah. help your resume. It might bring it to the top. Please yeah. give us a shout out, please. <laughs> yeah. Mention us and they'll let you in for sure. Are we uh, ready to sample this yeah. stout? Sure. Yeah, we could. The uh, vanilla stout. Meridian Irish style Should stout. Should I do it? Yeah, crack yeah. it. Get it. This is uh, I'm gonna do it. kind of a polar opposite thing here. Here I go. Do you want me to rinse these or we... Yeah. We're nah, good. we're good. Ooh. Somebody hand me their glass. Pour it. It's dark. But it is, like I said, a lighter stout. It's not Thank like you. the... The one, so, say say you apply, Matt, because mm-hmm. you're the only one with a science master's degree, and they picked you. Would you do it? Oh hell yeah! I put my two weeks in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh heck yeah, I would. David, if I had one, oh hell yeah. Oh, I mean, if they were just looking for 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 uh, somebody for ch- eye candy for up a, there, <laughs> no supply chain. It, you know, you never know. They might be. Yeah, you they might need, need somebody, a supply chain from. They might be taking containers uh, from China over to, to Mars. You never know. Yeah. And I might need to be the guy. Yeah. You know? Yeah, let's do it. Cheers. It smoky. Smoky? Yeah. Hmm. It's almost good. like a root beer float yeah. kind of yeah, flavor. Yeah, very, very it's uh, like root beer. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's really. And it, it, I like how it's lighter and it's still. It's not like flat, you know. A lot of stouts are like yeah, it's syrupy. Dry, it's a dry Irish style stout with vanilla, which is good because it's, you know, Saint Saint, Saint Patrick's Patty's Day. Day coming up here. Yeah, you know, Saint David's Day a couple. Yeah, what, Saint David's ago. Day. Yeah, yeah. Last so go Sunday. out and buy your Meridian Vanilla Stout if you're in the Portland area, or if you're in the distribution footprint for uh, for Ecliptic. Who knows? Maybe the, they'll be in Michigan sooner or later. This is I the, was, this I is was ticked because last week for work, I was down in, in Indiana for way too long. Warsaw, Indiana. And I I went to like every place in town looking for Ecliptic and I couldn't find it. I think that I'm going to pull it up actually while we're chatting here um, because I know that they're in several states um, beyond, of course, just Oregon. And I don't know enough about that industry as to why certain states would beyond the, like I'm pretty sure Massachusetts is one so it's not uh, it's clearly not because of distance that's about as far away as you could be within mm-hmm, the right. continental US um, ecliptic brewing let's call it does it have to do with like licensing in that state or probably I think it's all a lot of it's contract based so you have these distributors you, you see them you see them um, you know driving around the trucks all the time especially around here in a, a very craft beer focused market and I think it's all contract based because if, if I bet you it's the big dogs paying to keep them out of Michigan. It could be. It could absolutely. I mean, I'll pay to bring them in. Yeah. Let's see. I don't think you have as much money as founders and bells and 
Nah, I'll like. get it. We'll, all it will take is a little, you know, a little bit of. You gonna coax him? A little, little coaxing. <laughs> That's right. A little coaxing. You can find ecliptic beers in restaurants and retail shops in Oregon, Washington, Northern Idaho, not Southern, <laughs> Colorado, North Carolina, Canada, and Japan. They're in Canada uh, and Japan. Well, it makes sense if they're you know Canada, probably Vancouver. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. or like uh, yeah, like the uh, I could see that like. Yeah, but yeah, like J- Alberta Japan. area, maybe like in there somewhere in there. So yeah. I was mistaken. I uh, for whatever reason I had Massachusetts, and that's that's not one of them. So, but North Carolina, that's yeah, other side of the country. So, um, and you, you think about that: Oregon, Washington, Colorado, North Carolina. All four of those states are extremely, uh, probably in the top ten as far as states for craft beer for sure. But so is Michigan. So yeah, I don't know. Yeah, North Carolina is great. We went. Um, well, David lived down there for a bit, but uh, we did a road trip on the Blue Ridge Parkway and hit uh, Oscar Blues and Sierra Nevada. Uh, what else is down there, David? Oh, um, like Asheville. New Belgium's down there now. I think. Yeah, New Belgium yeah. was building their place when we yeah. were there. They've been there a little while now, actually, because I was down there in probably, what was it, four years ago. So I think they were just starting to build that about four, four years ago. I, think, yeah. I mean, obviously, I think they were about finished up with it. Yeah. When I was there, but I didn't end up going. But yeah, Sierra Nevada's down there. What's that big? Um, uh, that the one in Asheville? It's like Wicked Roots or something, or has the word "wicked" in it. But yeah, there's a whole bunch. That yeah, that is uh, one of those towns where it's like super saturated. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. And, and they, I was yeah. They were beer city for a long, you know, a few years running. I think we. I don't know. We beat them because we have more population. I think. Yeah, yeah. We we have it. Grand Rapids has it now, but. As far, I think actually Portland is the highest number of brewery, breweries per capita. Like, it's just... Yeah, smaller town. I think you know. John Harris was even saying on our podcast interview that on the street that their brewery is on, there's like six breweries. Yeah. Like, up. I mean, That's obviously nuts. it's a long street, but... Yeah. Yeah. It's still nuts. Lots of, lots of drinking. Yeah. So lots there'll be a lot of, of places to try, try around there for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, this one's good. The, the, it's both of the stouts now that we've had from them. The the one we, I think a few months ago we featured one, and it was one of those, like oh yeah, I'd actually buy this. A stout is not normally my uh, my go to, but I would definitely buy this for sure. Doesn't tick, tickle you every once you know, but uh, yeah, this, I mean this time of year is a stout time of year though. Yeah, we're still kind of cold and we're still in winter technically. Stout goes down easy. Plus you got St. Patty's Day coming up. Like yeah. Throwing on yeah. a couple of stouts. Yeah. Yeah. A couple of Jaeger bombs, a couple of stouts. Oh, God. Some fireball. White yeah. Russian. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, we could give a quick update on the Eclipse on Tap bowling team. We could. Please do. We are currently uh two weeks out from the finale of the season, twenty week season. And we are in first place. First place with two weeks to go, and it's no thanks to me. I will guarantee that. Well, that's all right though, because it's a team. We're we're a team. And we are in first place, so but it's, yeah, it's actually good. I'm actually the worst in the league. It's actually legitimately I'm the <laughs> worst in the league, which is good because then my handicap is that much better. Yeah, it's, that's so true. when I do play really well, like I'll have one game where I'll play pretty good, and then I got like a, a 179. Then you have a crazy good handicap yeah. score. Yeah, so um, that does help to a degree to have a really really shitty player on your team. It does. I mean, it's a strategy. 
Yeah. Um, it's it it is a strategy. Like I'm not actually shitty. I just play like shit. <laughs> It's uh yeah, it's an interesting league and we've talked isn't, about it before. Isn't that one in the same? <laughs> I'm not actually shitty, but I play shitty every time. I mean, not every time. But last week I was pretty bad. I mean, I think I I mean, at least I cracked 100. But we uh last week was an interesting one cuz we were we were facing up against a team who had a similar handi- very similar handicap, eerily similar. And um we we beat them in game 1 pretty well. Game 2 we were in a contention to win and had a terrible last three frames. It came down to our friend Jeff. He got a spare when he needed a spare. Timely, and we won game two, and then we crushed him on game three. And so he, he, when he bowls, it's it's uh, he just chucks that. Yeah, he there, there's it. no uh, no spin or anything. It's just no straight finesse. Down. No, just, just oh, muscle. there's finesse. There, there's finesse, but it's. It's muscle finesse. I mean, there's, there's no. He's a power bowler. Yeah, he's a power bowler. He's a, you know, I'm, I'm a cranker. That's what they call me because oh, I'm yeah. a one, one-handed and I uh, don't use the thumb hole. Oh, yeah. Um, and I'll, I'll uh, put a little bit of spin on it. Matt's a two-handed. Mm-hmm. I'm two-hander. Um, and he, so we, we have a good variety, but we have uh, Ross also on the team. He's also the same as Jeff, and that they do the kind of the same type of strategy as far as. Essentially, just chucking the bowling ball down the lane, hopefully hoping they hit straight on, mm-hmm. uh, which they do most times. Yeah, they're, yeah, so. they, they, it works out all right for yeah. them. So yeah, two weeks to go. It's like uh, it's like in NASCAR that we're in the chase. We yeah, made the chase. We are and, in the chase, and now, we yeah. uh, we're in first place. We actually have a decent little uh, buffer as well. So two weeks to go, you said. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, the the league is sponsored by Miller High Life and. Um, the the payout is actually not bad. Like if, no. if we are able to hang on to first, I think it's like three hundred fifty bucks. <laughs> if they win, we'll have swag. Yeah. <laughs> if they don't yeah. win, it's no yeah. swag. <laughs> yeah, the entire cycling kit is contingent. No, I'm just kidding. But it, it's um yeah, it's been fun. It's been fun. Yeah, two more weeks. Tomorrow will be the uh, the we penultimate. St- yeah, we started back in September. Um, you know, rolling rolling balls, and uh, and here we are. I mean, uh, it it's a long it's a long haul. I it mean, is. we get a little bit of a break during the holidays, but uh, you, you kind of take that time to practice, which we didn't do so much of that this year. We didn't get too many practice rounds in, maybe one. Yeah, one. We got one. Uh, but uh, yeah, I mean, it's it's a good Monday night. Like, take a log off the fire. It's been a hard day at work. You know, sending emails out, advising, ensuring. And it's good to. Good to get out there, roll some balls down the lane. Hopefully, I mean, I got a beer uh, beer pin. Yeah, you did this past week. It's it's you did. Uh, yeah. Every once in a while, you get a beer pin, and that like picks you up a little bit. Didn't pick me up quite as much as I wanted to this past <laughs> week, but I think the best I bowled uh, was like a one fifteen. So I was, but hey, not like too I hot. said, that's a, we we ended up sweeping the series uh, or sweeping all three games and the series. So. So yeah, we'll see. We'll we'll update everybody on when it's all said and done. I think uh, come next month we will uh, be settled. The score the score will be settled, and hopefully we have some cash in our hand. I think uh, I think I might switch. I've been using the Maverick. I might switch back to the Magnum for the last two weeks. The Mag- <laughs> big boy. <laughs> yeah. I think I think I might um, because the lanes have been drier than normal the last Uh-oh. couple of weeks. So if it's a drier lane, it's better for me on the the ball with no core as opposed to the ball with the core, the Maverick. The Maverick is the high-performance ball, but if it's a little too dry, that, that, that sucker just whew, Yeah, there's nothing worse off. than a dry lane. We've spoken on that before. Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, Nobody nothing. likes a dry landing. 
Yeah. No. So, but yeah, with with that said, I think uh, we're we're through the Toscana uh, sour. We're through the Meridian stout, and therefore we ain't got no beer. So uh, yeah, we we'll, got no beer. We'll take a quick break here, and we'll be back with you in a few minutes for the tail end of episode thirty-one. Cheers! 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 back from the break episode 31 we no longer ain't got no beer we have one uh courtesy of ecliptic brewing what we alluded to in the first half callisto black currant triple so it's a Mm-mm-mm. belgian Mm-mm. belgian style triple ale brewed with black currants what is the uh i think callisto it's got a very um iridescent type label super cool yeah <clears throat> very uh sparkly is it c-a-l-l ISTO? Yes. It says Callisto Black Current Triple is named after the outermost of Jupiter's four Galilean moons, uh, Galilean moons, sorry, and the most heavily uh, cratered object in our solar system. Really? Hmm. This golden Belgian style ale features traditional flavors of a sweet triple with the additional with the addition of tart black currants. Interestingly, the photo um, on their label is courtesy of NASA jpl really jet propulsion <clears throat> laboratory oh wow so like that's an actual photo of callisto oh wow hmm. that's pretty cool i've got a little info on callisto go it for it second largest moon of jupiter after gam uh, i'm sorry ganymede and it's the third largest moon in the solar system after ganymede and saturn's largest moon titan uh yeah hmm. that thing has a. it was yeah. discovered by galileo in 1610 well, that thing's got a yeah. They're not kidding. That thing's got a lot of craters. Yeah. Very nice. With them. Holy cow. Very nice. Should we crack it? Yeah. yeah. Do you want to crack it? Sure. You haven't cracked one yet. Yeah. Pass along that Rapala. You know, we got to work on getting them as a partner. You know, we need a uh, Eclipse on Tap lure. You could, you could make like you could make our logo into a lure, like a black head, and then like the little. <laughs> That'd be cool. You could. Yeah. We should do that. Yeah, for sure. Watch. We, right, just, we, we just catch nothing but like carp, <laughs> <laughs> or we catch like world class largemouth bass. Yeah. All of a sudden, we got everybody and their brother coming after the eclipse on tap. Lure. We could, yeah. We'd have to open up a little uh, lure. Just gonna love it. Lure assembly building. It's got a nice amber look to it. It does. Very nice little amber hue. Yeah. All right. Belgian style triple. Cheers. Cheers. Cheers again. Mmm. Well, it's very Belgian-y. Yeah, very Belgian-y. Yeah. 
Hmm. It definitely has some tartness to it. Mm-hmm. Very yeah, almost like a back soury type taste to it. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's good though. Tongue tartness. Yeah, it's a smooth tartness. Yeah, yeah. very uh, very familiar flavor with the Belgian triple. Yeah, um, that is uh, definitely one of the I think most characteristic flavors in craft beer. When people do it I right, like it. it yeah, this is good. This is a good Belgian triple, but. It's one of those ones where I feel like if somebody maybe who doesn't know what they're doing tries to brew one, yeah, uh, it's maybe not so good. This is not the case here. Sometimes they get a little bit too heavy on the um, ABV. This this one what was this one seven seven point eight yeah just yeah, the right amount. It definitely like um, Dragon seven Mead. And a half, yeah, Dragon Mead and Warren Michigan makes a, it's a delicious beer. It's called uh, Final Absolution. It's mm-hmm. a Belgian style triple. Really great beer, but yeah, it comes in at like. 10 or 11 percent and that yeah, that limits me a little bit I, I, yeah i can't get into too many of those yeah yeah you, oh you, yeah you can't yeah you have one and you're one and done yeah i discovered that beer the dragon mead final absolution back in 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 the college days there was a like a beer bar called ashley's in ann arbor and you, it was one of those ones with, they've got tons of beers on tap so you're flipping through their book and we would <laughs> we went and found what is the highest abv for the lowest price, mm-hmm. <laughs> and that that was it. So it's pivot, called rubbing pivot, alcohol. <laughs> yeah, did a uh, pivot table and figured out. Yeah, the, uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Little pivot table action. No, it was. It's that's a good beer too. A very uh, characteristic um, Belgian-y flavor. Some yeah. people kind of think it tastes like like banana-y almost or cloves. Yeah, I don't know. I did. Yeah, I think it's. It definitely has its own niche flavor for sure but this one's good it, i think the addition of that black currant tartness makes it uh very drinkable again the labeling is just you can't get anything better than this yeah and this one it says 2020 release so what i imagine i don't know enough about their series but i think they probably have made this beer in years past mm-hmm. and i would imagine that they maybe brew it with different things like this year it was the the 2020 version with black currants right last year was the 2019 yeah. version with whatever so yeah but yeah that this is their march special r- release um at their brewery so stop into their brew pub in in portland and pick yourself up a bottle they do the 500 milliliter bottle so they're they're perfect to split between a few people for yeah. a sampling night yeah um, sample it yeah get amongst it it's <laughs> very tasty sampling glasses yeah that's good yeah that's one thing i'll, I'll have to buy from uh ecliptic because i know they have uh little glasses like this yeah oh yeah I'll, for sure i'll get some of those have those on so that we uh can have a ecliptic glass with our ecliptic beers that's right yeah. that's right we we have to have that uh everything has to be in alignment you know we'll make a little <laughs> constellation between us three yeah. <laughs> and cheers yeah it's know? uh it's been a fun partnership with them yeah, so looking forward to the continuing partnership too. Yep, good people over there. Um, and then yeah, once again, unbelievable beer action. Yes, sir. Yep. So yeah, we're back from the break here. Definitely filled up on our beverages. But we, uh, Nathan, you want to introduce the uh, the most recent UFO sighting? Yeah. Um, but uh, there was a there was a sighting that um, from the International Space Station. There was some work going on. And they've got constant footage going on. What's kind of going on outside the space spacecraft? And um, one of the cameras, as they're talking, um, kind of fixates on an object that's you know in, in lower Earth orbit beneath the ship, and it's kind of coming out from underneath the ship. And you know, the speculation initially was like, oh, it you know it could be 
Um, but it could be a satellite. It could be, I mean, a Tic Tac. Yeah, it could be a Tic Tac. Who knows? But um, the the actually the crew picked it up and then they started following it mm-hmm. and it takes off. You know, they're kind of tracking it along Earth and then it takes off towards the horizon. And as you would think, maybe it would you know dip down into Earth or it's 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 descending into Earth's orbit or it would just continue on. All of a sudden, it shoots up away from Earth. And so, um, who's the gentleman that on this? Uh, I, got, <laughs> I gotta read this because it's good. Okay. Scott C. Waring was is the commentator on this this footage that I was showing you guys. He's the founder of UFO Sightings Daily. He was the first one that spotted the un- unidentified object, and he posted the video showing exactly where it was and what it looked like. I guess the the footage overall is like 22 minutes as they're doing the spacewalk, working on the space station, and they're picking up what it, whatever this thing is. But he he described it as like a beehive or a wasp hive shape. Um, you know, it, it doesn't didn't. I mean, you guys watched the video. It didn't seem to have any like shininess to it. It was pretty no. opaque. Yeah. Like, and then, you know, it it's clearly traveling slightly faster than the space station. As it gets out away from the space station, you know, kind of right as it's about to hit the horizon, just takes off. Because they're about north. at the in, in the video, they're about to actually go into um, you know the, the nighttime of earth essentially yeah, so they're yeah. they're they're about to caress into the the blackness mm-hmm. of what would be the shadow of mm-hmm. earth and this thing looks like it just takes off like, normally what you would think is that if, you, if it was another object you'd see maybe it would go into the the darkness and then just it you know that you wouldn't see it you know especially right. s- the color that it is but this thing seems to in that video at least who knows if it's a you know he he says it's not it, it's actual yeah. footage, but you know who knows. But the thing looks like it takes well, off I mean, straight the, up in the, the air. Yeah, the footage looks legit because clearly it's the camera that's on the ISS that's tracking this. Yeah, I mean when I first looked at it though, it did look a little suspect, like somebody had planted something in there. Yeah, like it didn't look, you know, like authentic. It almost looked too real. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know, but I mean, clearly, whoever was operating that camera on the ISS was watching, was tracking it, yeah. something. I mean, the, it, because when it takes off away from space, the camera does like yeah, very, very fo- slowly it. follow it, and it's out of view rather quickly. But yeah, yeah I think he they were estimating is like the size of a school bus. Yeah, a pretty large, yeah. large object, and it's like you know, you, there's a lot of these ISS videos where there's stuff flying around. But I, I do agree with his comment commentary that it definitely looks unique and that it's not just like a chunk of something right yeah. um the fact that it seems to have movement is uh you know intriguing i guess so. yeah yeah, one, it, yeah one of the interesting things is, is you can see like I, I wouldn't say it's a plume but you can see t- some type of like trail coming off of it so you know i guess going back to like some of the theories about what interstellar spacecraft are fueled by they don't have any like trail behind them because there's no real power source right. other than like this you know anti-gravity system so if those stories are correct then I, I mean unless it was just light bending behind it or some i don't know matter moving around it, it looked like as it was traveling it did look like yeah, it had like a, a booster or something yeah. yeah it looked like it yeah. like when it was taken off there was like a little bit of a like a, gl- a glow, glow yeah it was so. like a kind of greenish glow yeah, yeah so maybe i don't know maybe uh it, it definitely yeah would be 
uh, a counter to the tic-tac stuff right because like the tic-tac stuff like they talk about how it zips like around super fast like this one clearly was moving quickly but um yeah who knows could have been maybe maybe it's yeah (laughs) maybe it's uh maybe it's aliens that are a few too soon davo too (laughs) a few million years behind the uh the tic-tac aliens yeah they they just don't have the they're still still rocking their standard uh, propulsion yeah they're far advanced from us but they uh don't quite have the uh yeah could be their own gravitational field you know yeah definitely an interesting video though because i've seen like other iss videos where people are pointing things out and think that oh that's this ring what what is this ring or whatever but it's like oh that was they were working on something and that detached it was was planned and it was all part of it but it goes and burns up in the atmosphere micro meteor yeah you know yeah the shape was unique too it definitely was conical and yeah, like he's hive shaped, kind of. Yeah. Had that. Yeah, cone. Blunt type. Fo- uh, yeah. side, and then like came to a point. It's like flight of the navigator yeah. type vehicle. Yeah. yeah, that is exactly. You are the yeah. navigator. Yeah, yeah, it was. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Intriguing. It pe- people, of course, are. Uh, I'm sure eating up the news in that uh, community, in the UFO community. Oh yeah. So it's uh, something that I think people bite. They kind of sink their teeth into that stuff, but it's always fun to at least watch and. Uh, and wonder, speculate. And wonder. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it could be the space force. Could be. There, yeah, you probably, never know. Yeah, that's yeah. a thing. That's officially uh, could be a cop now. A, a cop up there, in a, you know, could space be, cop. Yeah, space <laughs> cop. That'd be a good job for you, Davo. Yeah, I'm a space cop <laughs> <laughs> with a lightsaber. <laughs> yeah, patrolling. Yeah. yeah, just driving around. Yep, orbiting Earth. That's all I do. <laughs> just up there. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. He, who knows though? It's uh, should we send that guy some food? No, he's good. <laughs> uh, he's got yeah. a he's got a partnership with Ecliptic Brewing, so he's set. <laughs> he's hydrated. <laughs> he doesn't have to drive the thing. We drive it for him. He just you know tells us where to tells us to you know if we need to pull over somebody for going too fast up there. Yeah, <laughs> we got a strict speed limit up here. <laughs> Monitoring the uh, Starlinks. Maybe Elon has uh, has an individual. Yeah. We have a twenty thousand mile an hour speed limit up here. <laughs> You're going at least eighty thousand. I'm gonna have to write you a ticket, sir. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, who knows? It wasn't the most compelling video. I think that the video May- is interesting. Should you play a little bit of the video so you we can get to? some hear some of his commentary? His commentary it's is interesting. Uh, he's he's really convincing. Right. Oh, we're gonna start it. <laughs> he's very convincing. Look at this. Right when you think it's going to go into the Earth's atmosphere, it goes up. Oh, why? Why? It goes up. up that was up. unexpected, guys. Totally that was unexpected. just unexpected. And the camera's trying to follow it. The camera's trying to follow. Is it? But oh, loses it at about slow. 22 minutes. 22 minutes. Because, it, uh, you know, there's only so much of an angle uh, that the camera can turn. I just can't with his voice. I wonder, this right it's just this, this guy in this, like, little cellar look basement. That. Does that look yeah. almost uh, pyramid or hive shape? Hive. I mean, hive. Looks I'm going strange, hive, guys. I think. Buzz, no, buzz, I, buzz. I, can't make, I can make it bigger, but it's just going to be a big blur. So you can make this full screen if you want. You can do what you want. We should make I'm it full screen. I'm going to post the full Everybody video should look after this, video. this. This is just commentary I'm talking about right now. I'm not actually going to show you. <laughs> we noticed. It's, it's moving kind of slow. It's matching speeds exactly to the space station, which isn't really that slow. I mean, that's like a what, 
32,000 miles per hour. That's over the speed it's limit. It's matching perfect, perfect speed right now for 22 minutes. Yeah. So he goes on for like 22 minutes about this. Yeah. 90 minutes about this? The video, the video <laughs> is uh, is interesting. His commentary is, I just can't with the voice. Yeah, yeah. up, it's it's going up. It's you this, tell me, is this it real? It, it's it's this <laughs> dude sitting. He's just probably this, you know, single dude sitting in a his basement, just you know, Pot, a cup meat kettle, <laughs> couple of vials of lotion, and just he's he's the guy from the World of Warcraft episode of South Park. Yeah. That guy, <laughs> yeah, the guy that nobody can kill. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that that just with his potato chips on his shirt. Yeah, no, but I don't know. I I guess I don't know the guy, so I can't judge him. But it, just based on we, his uh, reaction, we, I, I might start doing those videos. <laughs> just you tell me, what is it? If you'd like, you can make it full screen. This is Crazy Dave, back with you again. We're gonna talk about this video. It's going up, 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 up. <laughs> See them t- stars? Am, I don't know. Am I crazy? <laughs> you tell me. Them stars is floating out there. <laughs> That'd be great. It'd be great if there was an actual. If there was a like an actual like FM radio station, it was just people like talking about UFOs, and it was just commentary like that. I would listen to that all day. Just don't like, they have that on PBS? I don't know. Maybe they, they, maybe there's a serious they XM have, station. Yeah, they have like a, a PBS station that talks about like space and stuff. And it's just guys going, I don't know, you tell me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. <Yeah>, that <laughs> that's good. Yeah, so anyhow, that's, who knows? Yeah, it, who, who knows? That, but that's the most recent uh, kind of... I, I take Fravor's word over it over this oh, guy. Oh, yeah. I think. But, I mean... That, if that, that still if, remains if, the most compelling. Okay. Yeah. If that's unedited, like, film from the ISS, then yeah. that is pretty crazy. I mean, it, in... in that could totally be that, dude. I mean, have there been any other posts from other people about that? Or yeah, no? yeah, you can find okay. like a bunch of stuff. So it's not just that guy posting but, a video. Well, this guy's video is probably the most. We should make our own commentary video yeah. to, to that. Yeah. And just, and we've got the mics and the camera. We may as well. Might as well. Lights, camera, action. <laughs> so as you'll see here. Contrary to popular belief. <laughs> well, now, in this article, they're talking about it being a Russian cosmonaut noticed a UFO. So it's probably a conspiracy anyway. It's the yeah. Russians and Scott getting it's, together. Yeah, it's a robot. They're trying to freak us out. Trying to rig the election. Yep. Yeah, it's a... Uh, Damn it. It's more of like Damn a... Damn it, Scott. Waffle cone shape. That, that's a... Cl- that's like a... That's a... He sounds like a Scott when you listen to him. <laughs> it's like... Sounds just like a Scott, you know? Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. He's pretty bland. Yeah. Just Scott. You know, Scott Waring. Scott yeah. Waring. Just a guy. He's just a guy. You tell me. He now, did, he did have a bit of a drawl. A yeah, little southern, maybe a North Carolina drawl. <clears throat> but he's a UFO expert, so maybe he's a potential guest. He could be. Self-proclaimed, <laughs> but hey. <laughs> we reach out to him. I mean, um, I don't know. He'd be all about it, man. I think probably. he... I'm pretty sure you can only be a self-proclaimed UFO expert. <laughs> I don't think you're going to be an official UFO expert, but maybe NASA has a category for UFO. Yeah. Well, they call them what are the NASA calls them AAVs, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Hmm. I don't know. Yeah. Seen aliens when, seen when, them in the backyard. When I see when I do hear this word self-proclaimed with UFO, that yeah, usually it discredits you a lot. Yeah, pretty much completely. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, and there's also the theory that 
the sun is actually a giant LED light up in the sky. <laughs> so you could also argue that that was also fabricated as well. And if it's that, a warm LED light. <laughs> yeah. If that's the, maybe there's a the space force goes out and changes the bulb once every ten years, and that's the that's the hive shape thing. Yeah, yeah, the bulb, the burned out bulb. That's what it was. That's what night is. <laughs> yeah. No, they they removed the bulb, and that's what they saw floating, and then it just took off. It's a burned out bulb. Yeah. It's space junk. <laughs> what is there anything that is just tickling you that you just you know re- of recent months that just is getting you right now? I think mostly my uh, excitement has been surrounding the cycling kit. Yeah. Yeah. I, th- I, I mean, think. I don't mean to interrupt, David, but I I think my excitement is is around kind of what all the momentum we we've developed over la- like last month's episode was awesome. Yep. At Broadleaf. Yep. Definitely got to do that again. Yep. Um, and then with Floyd's coming on board, there's just a lot of good shit going on with the podcast right now. And then here, here on Earth, the kit yeah. the kit kind of ties it all together. Yeah. The and and I, I think that's one thing to point out is that for us the kit is um tying together. T- two passions of ours, this podcast and the cycling thing. And, uh, it's a way for us to kind of represent ourselves on the kit. Um, hopefully, you know, gain some interest for the podcast, but even if it doesn't, I, it's it's just something fun to wear and be a part of something like that. Um, that's what I'm, that's what I've been most excited about. I think I'm looking highly looking forward to the next month when we have, uh, have it in hand. Yeah. And we're getting, we're getting into warm season. So we'll be out there. Right, like uh, you know, for me, that's kind of top of my mind right now. Is like, all right, we got a kit coming. It's gonna get warm. We're gonna be outside yeah. riding, hitting the the trails, and, and it looks like it's gonna be hopefully a uh, decently warm spring here. Yeah. Whereas last year we had, you know, it was snow in April. Yeah. It was a really cold winter. So. Yeah. It was. Uh, this year's been yeah. very mild, all all in all. You know, knock on wood. I think but. we were kind of due for that a little bit. I'll knock on wood, but uh, it. Uh, It'll be nice to get out and finally get some little fresh air. Open the windows up, you know, air out the underwear a little bit, you know. <laughs> um, and, I, and I plan to uh, next month um, plant some hops, hopefully. Hops. But I'm going to try to get galaxy hops. Mm-hmm. But I don't know where to go for that. So I'm going to do some research here. and could probably maybe... Floyd's might be able to send you some... Galaxy seeds. hops. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Maybe they might have some hops up their sleeves. The um, we'll uh, we'll see. I mean, I might. I went to the market, the Horrocks market mm. down the street here um, last year and got that hops that I got. But and that was Centennial. Yep, that was Centennial. Yeah. So that's pretty common. But uh, try to get some Galaxy. I don't know where where I could get that. Yeah, I know. Uh, there there are definitely certain hop strains that are um, kind of hard to get now, like Azaka. Uh, was that the one the ward was telling us about that was like really yeah. hard to get? Like that's yeah. why they can't make Triumph right now. I think that's, <laughs> I think Azaka was the one maybe, mm-hmm. but yeah, there's these certain strains of hops that, uh, you know, kind of s- strike the, um, craft beer community in the right way. And then all of a sudden you see all these, you know, Azaka style IPAs and therefore there's a shortage. I think galaxy <laughs> hops are still, you know, pretty you see them in quite a few beers. You can buy. It looks like you can buy Galaxy hops. Uh, I just searched it here. Definitely, like from brewing supply stores, that's already in pellet form. That's not necessarily what we're looking for. That is uh, obviously for the brewing uh, 
side of things. But I wonder if, let's see, Galaxy Hot Plants for sale. Here we go. Craigslist. No. <laughs> <laughs> All you gotta know. do, you gotta, you just meet, uh, meet uh, old uh, Dale at the uh, farmers market here and uh, pick up some galaxy. There is a, pla- uh, a a plant nursery in Zealand called Great Lakes Hops. That would probably be where we'd want to go <laughs> for that. The, it says this is by the review for it. It's got five out of five, nine reviews. This is by far the best place in the entire country to buy hop plants. That's some high praise here. In Zealand, yeah. Zealand, okay. Great Lakes Hops. Okay. Maybe I need to do a day trip. They have a website. That's, what, 30 minutes from us? Yeah. Yeah, they uh, they have a lot of different things on this. Select hops. Galaxy hops. Chinook hops. That's the other uh, very common one. So, I don't know. Yeah. What, Gal- do, they, what do they get per... Uh, is there prices on there? No... No prices to speak of, but I'm sure it's one of those things where you'd go, it's kind of a greenhouse setting or something, where you'd go and, uh, being a nursery, there's probably all these, like what you had at Horrocks in their yeah. greenhouse nursery area. Yeah. Commercial ordering hops, uh, hop yard map. Ooh. They have like a legitimate yard. Damn, I gotta go. Yeah, the, that might be a fun What am trip. I doing here? That is um, something, it sounds like they actually sell commercially too so a lot of brewers in the area i'm sure are very familiar with this um company this hop grower yep so galaxy may be on the horizon yeah i think so i think i might have to make a spare a visit there on a saturday or sunday and go pick me some hops yeah now uh, yeah it's starting to get into that time to start planning that out uh when you planted them in may of last year it was april april yeah it was like mid-april late april like when we finally got a little bit of a a hint of spring yep when i went ahead and did that but it was still a little bit chilly out when i planted that but yeah the, well they uh, say that our climate matt probably knows better than any of us but they say our climate because of the cold winters and the hot humid summers is ideal for hop growth yeah yeah the the uh, soil type in a lot of the state um is good you see a lot of old farms uh, maybe that no longer are producing crops and they're just kind of just open old fields. Yeah. Uh, p- people buy those up and create a, like like this one, Great Lakes Hops, and maybe that scenario. I don't know the exact background of their of their farm, but um, but you see a lot of them. There's that one kind of north of town over by Egypt Valley. Yep. That's there's a big hops uh, yard there. Uh, Bell's is a cool one in Comstock Park at their brewery. They have a massive hop yard just to yeah. the right of their where they brew. Um, Traverse City's got a bunch of them too. Yeah, yeah, it's cool. It's kind of like, you know, and and that people say I'm not a huge fan of Michigan wines. I feel like they're a bit too sweet. Yeah. But uh, a lot of people are into that, and it's kind of the same thing that people say that the the grape growing um, conditions for the state are actually pretty good uh, and reminiscent of what you might find in France, for example. So yeah, um, yeah, it's an interesting place to be if you're into the hops or into growing that sort of thing yeah we'll, and we'll get it going this year i'll uh have a plan in place to uh you know harvest correctly we gotta yeah. get race chaser dad to brew with us again he's got all the equipment yeah mm-hmm. well, i'm sure he, he'd love that yeah do an eclipse on tap beer yeah that'd yeah. be cool there we go there's another thing we gotta get swag we're gonna brew a beer get a label for it 
Yep. We could we do could, that. We could do a. We could call a friend right now and see if he'll be into it. <laughs> we want to. <laughs> you should <laughs> call a friend. That should was. We? That was. He's probably in bed. It's getting late. Yeah. Ten point. Uh, uh, yeah. He might be down <laughs> at E Rook. He might, <laughs> he's probably down at the bar. Mm. Yeah. You could shoot him a message. Yeah. Ask I'll, him I'll, about the brewing. Yeah. Shoot him a message real are, quick. Are you available for a call? <laughs> I'll phone the friend. <laughs> Here I'll uh, I'll do that for the you. The last here. time we phoned a friend was uh, was so funny. Hold on, that was because he answered. What did he say? Thank UFO you for calling UFO Hotline. Yeah, UFO Hotline or UFOs Anonymous or something. <laughs> <laughs> I I bet you he's still. Maybe he's playing F one racing. He burns he's... late. Yeah, yeah. He burns the midnight oil. He does. All now right. four o'clock on a Saturday, he's cashed out. All right. Well, I'll see what he says yeah. here. He's probably gonna be like, "Oh yeah, yeah, yeah." yeah. <laughs> Usually, he I see the the uh, the dots. Oh, you might be turning a hot lap if he's playing F one. Yeah, don't bother him. It is. It is. You know, it's yeah. He probably he either that or he's playing golf on the PlayStation right now. <laughs> he's been into that, hasn't he? Yeah, yeah. he's pretty good now. Yeah, he, yeah. It's actually a pretty fun game. Oh, oh there we go. Yep. Uh, oh. He just said. he replies with a whiskey glass. <laughs> <laughs> All right, folks, a whiskey glass emoji. What do we get? So what we, do we want to ask the him? The brewing thing, right? The was brewing that, thing. Yeah. 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 Yep. Tell right. him at we got to ask him he'd be down for uh Eclipse on Tap brew if you can successfully harvest. Okay. Well, we'll, we'll ask him that and when he, he gets he, on here. Even yeah. if the even if we have the aphid problem like last year, um having them growing in the yard is cool, but we, like it, we we I would still say we could get pellets. Here we go. <laughs> Principal's office, may we help you? <laughs> hey, Dad. You're uh, you're you're live on the uh, Eclipse on Tap podcast, episode thirty-one. Gentlemen, thank you. Welcome aboard. Your <laughs> ship is waiting. We're yeah. We we just jumped aboard your ship. <laughs> so, I just poured myself a Caribou Crossing. Ooh, that a boy! Yeah, that's a good one. Sounds good. Uh, yeah. We were we were curious. We were talking about uh, brewing our own beer uh, potentially this summer yeah. or this spring. Uh, you got all the equipment. Would you be in? Oh, funny you should mention that because I just talked to your mom yesterday, as a matter of fact, about uh, getting us all a weekend where we could all get together and go to a brewing class again. So we're not just uh, experimenting when we try it. So yeah, I would be totally in. We're thinking of doing an Eclipse on Tap beer, whether it's an IPA, probably an IPA, some sort of uh, pale ale, maybe. Ooh, nice! I yeah, that'd be good. Pale ale, IPA, yeah. Yeah, if it's beer, I mean, it's it's all in. I mean, we're we're good. <laughs> the the first the the very first go around, Race Chaser and I brewed. What did we brew again? Was it black IPA? It was a dark IPA. Yeah, that was delicious. Yeah, it was also about. Fourteen and a half percent, and we had our was it our niece's baptism the next morning? Yes, I think it was. <laughs> and I rolled up and I said, yeah. "Are you feeling as shitty as I?" Am? <laughs> Unfortunately, there was a baptism the next day. Yeah, but, yeah. 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 One of the other batches turned into just slime, so that we had to. We need to go back and take a class again. Yeah, yeah. that would definitely yeah. be fun, though. Yeah, that for would sure. actually be a good uh, evening for the podcast. Is going about uh, the whole brew process. Mm-hmm. Yeah, do a podcast from the brewing class. Who knows? Yeah. There you go. The uh, yeah, opportunities abound. All right, we're in. We're gonna get, get a label going. I don't know what we're gonna brew yet, but we're gonna 
going to do something. We'll figure something out. Oh, for out. sure. Yeah, I would totally be in with that. Something with hops. If we're going to use yeah. David, though, we probably have to wait till like, fall. Well, that's where I'm, w- I'm wondering if... Uh, yeah, we would have to definitely wait till fall. And the aphid thing was hard to control. So maybe yeah. grow them, but we use pellets or something. Yeah. Hot have pellets. a standby. Yeah. Yeah. We I could even. Kits, I actually have two kits here, and I think they're both. One's a pail, and one's an IPA, and they both come with hops. I mean, they're you know the dried stuff yeah. that's pellet and all that. Yeah, stuff. the pellets. But I mean, if you wanted to do something with the stuff that uh, David grows as an adder, uh, we could do that too. You know, and make sure we dry it out. Yeah, the... everybody's gonna get high off David's beer. <laughs> We, we could, could um, do a little adder, yeah. Yeah, yeah like uh, if we if we use the uh, the pellets for the the actual base beer, and then while it's uh, you know you you're fermenting it, um, a lot of times people will just throw hop cones in like floating in the right. beer, like dry right. dry yeah. hopping. Yeah. So we could dry yeah. hop it with your galaxy hops. Who knows? All right. Sounds good. All right. Sounds we're dirty. doing it. Is that all you have for me? Yeah, yeah, we just wanted you to use a, your equipment. <laughs> unless you have a, uh, another thought that you, is just coming to mind, uh, anything about space that you'd like to talk about? No, I actually was just going to you know, thank you guys for joining me in the podcast, and uh, we'll catch you <laughs> all uh, next time. Sounds good. All right. Well, uh, thank you for uh, joining us, and uh, in, in, we'll, we'll give enjoy you. your caribou. I was just about to say, enjoy that caribou crossing. Ooh, I am. It's delish. Mm-hmm. You uh you you have yourself a good night. Thank you. You guys too. All right. All right. We'll see, see ya. ya. See ya. So yeah, that'll be all right. Once again, he comes in clutch with the uh, with phone the a phone. friend. Yeah. But yeah, I think that that he, would he's be the our best. loyal. He's our loyal phone friender. <laughs> if any of you would like to, uh, you know, volunteer as a phone a friend. <laughs> Uh, please, please send us your cell phone number. We'd be happy to give you a call on the podcast. Yeah, yeah, that'd be kind of fun. That would be just yeah. get yeah. random people. Call <laughs> Elon's <laughs> gonna call us. Yeah, we would just no, we, no, we would just we would actually call them randomly. So you'd kind of be like you a, just dial a number right now. You, yeah, you'd you'd kind of it's it's kind of like a cold call, but you signed up to be oh, a I've volunteer got an idea. for it. I've six got it, one so. six. Eight six seven five three zero oh, nine. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we'll figure out something. We got our fourth mic now uh, as a result of doing the podcast with Broadleaf Local Beer last month, so we have uh, the ability to have a, a guest on with their own mic, which is um, exciting. It kind of opens up different opportunities for future guests because it was always a share share a mic situation, which can be a challenge, especially if you have somebody who ha- really hasn't talked into a mic before. Um, it's difficult to to kind of facilitate that. Yeah, but um, but yeah, Jeremiah is not responding, so we'll no. uh, we'll yeah, wrap this. We'll, we'll call it. We'll call it. But uh, again, yeah, thanks for tuning in, episode thirty-one. If you would like to follow us on social media at Eclipse on Tap, Twitter and Instagram, you can send us an email at Eclipse on Tap dot no nope, Eclipse on Tap at gmail dot com, and you can go to Eclipse on Tap dot space for our website, which, like I said earlier, we'll have a soon to be. Um, cycling section maybe at that website featuring our kit um, and then maybe someday it would be for sale we'll see yeah I have a brilliant idea for our uh, swag that we could wear what's that I think don't you think if we did like a hoodie that looked like a space suit that would be kind of cool yeah yeah that would be cool that'd be more than kind of cool yeah yeah that's what I'm thinking 
Well, we got to jot some ideas down for the swag, but a lot of stuff in the works um, for definitely for next month and, and for months um, beyond that too. So warmer weather's ahead. Things are looking up. It's going to be good. The sun finally shines in the Midwest. <laughs> so yeah. But uh, thanks again to Floyd's of Leadville for sponsoring this episode 31 yep. and for Ecliptic Brewing for providing the beer. Cheers. 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 And we'll see you next time. See you. Bye.